and welcome to You Never Forget Your First. <laughs> I'm here with three co-hosts. We've got the OG crew back together. Spyro. Hey. We have Benas. Back again. And we have Louis. We have Ella. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Is this your first time being on any podcast? It is, yeah. And how's your experience so far? Fine, I'm learning about talking into mics. You know more than these two over here. <laughs> yeah, chopped in at the deep end. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot, though. Oh, God. Do you watch movies? <laughs> no, I've never seen a movie in my life. So well, it's be interesting, won't it? <laughs> Other than this one. Yeah. What are some of your top top movies? Oh, dear. Um, no Jurassic jo- Park. That's in there, definitely. Sort of um, choice. Because now I've forgotten every movie I've ever seen. <laughs> um, Let's go for the classics. The... 1954 version of A Star Is Born with Judy Garland. Nice. I haven't seen the originals of that. I haven't seen either, but... That technically, I think, is the third version of A Star Is Born. No, maybe the second Second. version. Yeah, that thing's been remade a lot. The (laughs) 70s is the third version. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's... Yeah. That's two pretty opposite movies. Well... That's good. That's good. I I like that. Okay, so let's go for another (laughs) totally random Boogie Nights. Nice. That's in there. That came up on the last episode. Yeah, actually. who was it? Um, PTA. Yeah, PTA. Yeah. Yeah. PTA is one of your tops. I, I like PTA. I've only seen like a couple of his films, but I like him. What's everyone been watching? Don't start with me. I need to think. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching all the Bonds, as all of you know, because we walked in you, on wa- you. You walked in on me watching <laughs> Thunderball, so I've watched four. I'm watching the fourth one which is Thunderball. Did you watch anything else? I've watched Doctor No from Russia With Love. No, I meant like outside of Bond. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, you went to see Knives Out. Went to see Knives right? Out, yeah. which you guys have seen. Mm-hmm. Not Sparrow. Yeah. Sparrow hasn't yeah. watched anything. No, I've, I've, seen, I've seen one film. I've seen um, a film called <laughs> Love, Simon. You had over this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's quite it's quite cheesy, but I quite enjoyed it. All I can remember is it's got a couple of act or an actress it's, and an actor from 13 Reasons Why, and it, they're the only two I can remember. Trust names you to of. know that. <laughs> yeah. Are you big on 13 Reasons? No, I've never watched it. No, I've never watched it either. Just me. But, oh, Dom, I've got to thank Dom for introducing I create, me to I created it. this monster. I should never have Dom, introduced Dom, Sparrow Dom made to me it. watch it. I didn't like love it, love it. And then I said to Sparrow, like, oh, you should watch it. You might. I think it's up your street because it's all to do with high school and kids growing up and stuff. And little did I know, <laughs> little did I know that this was going to create the biggest monster in the world. But anyway, yeah, Knives Out was awesome. Yeah, actually, that was the second time I've seen it. It's good to see it a second time around because then you pick up on all the hints. The nuances and hints. Yeah. Do you find yourself impersonating Daniel Craig's accent? Afterwards. Uh, more, I times, even more times than I should fucking mention. Try. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a good who done it? I mean, yeah. 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 No, yeah. I want to see it. It's really up your street, actually. Yeah. You'd really like it. Yeah, it works I mean, really well. Okay. It's just so refreshing to see him outside a Bond franchise, though. Yeah. So anything he will do. Wasn't he in Cowboys and Aliens? He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That really weird The Favreau movie. movie, yeah. Yeah. Girl with Dragon Tattoo. But oh, I yeah. Yeah, he was good Yeah, that's good. I really like the film. I think we're just concluding that he's really good outside of Bond. Yeah. Even though he is good in Bond. Yeah. Can't wait for him to finish. Speaking of Bond. Well, he has now. And he was like, I'm... Never going to do this again. Categorically, that was the last one, he said. Good for him. And also, isn't Anna... De Armes and him yeah, she are in Nights yeah, Out yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're also in No Time to Die which must have yep. filmed like back to back probably because they're coming out at similar times similar times but no I think Nights Out was filmed because uh, earlier. earlier and also Bond was going on through a bunch of reshoots because he fucked up his foot blah blah oh, blah yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. and he was back on set in like two weeks after 
breaking it or something. That's kind of that's a, the Tom Cruise level of commitment. Yeah. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Cruise carries on doing stunts even yeah, when he has a broken what, foot, broken rib, broken foot, whatever. He'll keep he'll keep going. What do we think about the No Time to Die trailer? It took me four fucking viewings to be like, okay, this might look good. This might be good. Um, I don't know why. It just seems. The whole formula just seems very tried, even though they are obviously adding new layers to this, obviously with the new addition of like additional bonds, mm-hmm. even though I've only found out through you today that this, it's always been the case. But yeah. for some reason in the popular, popular culture, everyone has it in their heads that James Bond is the only Bond and the only 007 and that's it. But it's obviously not the case since watching the last trailer. Yeah, because I like there are other doubles in other... James yeah. Bond film, yeah. right? Because like there's, there's one in, yeah, in yeah. the Pierce Brosnan one, Sean Bean, right? Actually, <laughs> there's also there's one there's one in um there's one in a, one of the Roger Moore ones where he's like a clown at the beginning and get, he's like a really small character. He's like 009. Oh right, oh, really? Um, they do yeah. have the old, and obviously 006 is quite big. But like, yeah, I just feel like they were trying to tie everything up in this trailer, but I didn't yeah. expect to see Crystal Faults again in it. Well, it, well you know, they the established him, didn't they? So they kind of kept it quiet through the whole of Spectre and then were like, Blofeld, and then finished. And the so end. they were always going to bring him back. Yeah, what and then he just like... Right? To him in, in Spectre, what and did gave him his, you know, the facial scar, yeah. which is and that's a about big it. part he of his got, character. He got arrested or something. Yeah, but was, yeah, it didn't yeah. have really conclusions at arc. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't I know what's... Prison, I genuinely yeah. don't know what was going on in Spectre. <laughs> no. <laughs> the whole this is another Quantum of Solace type of thing. Quantum of Solace, the thing about that is I still don't know what Quantum of Solace is. No one does. It's just, it, it sounds cool. It's Loki. Like, quantum. I think it's to do with the water supply. Wasn't that what the film was about? Yeah, the solid yeah. water, yeah. yeah. Which is, well, in this day and age, it would actually be a legit... That was it. It was going to be like the most scarce act. thing on Earth or yeah, something. Yeah. No, no, but the title. Oh, right. That's yeah. what I meant. I don't know what the... Yeah, uh, we don't, don't nobody know. knows what that means. So. I'll tell you what, I can tell you about it when I rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> Are any Bond's directorial debuts? Yeah, one is... Uh, Makes sense. Yeah, Quantum of Solace. No, <laughs> it felt like if it. If it is, I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. lie and say it isn't. Yeah. Um, no, one of them is... I can't, it's one of the earlier ones. I think one of the ones by Terence Young, even, who has done the first four, I think. Basically, they just need to get Nolan, who's obviously going to do it after... I don't know. No time to die. Because like, he, he would have finished filming Tenet. I'm going to put out there, Nolan, Pattinson, they've been working together on Tenet. Yeah, but then... But if he hadn't been cast as Batman, I think he... Yeah, yeah. yeah then it'd just be it's a little bit like... Yeah, that, oh, that, so that would be sort of like here. hoarding all the sort of, you know... Yeah, you <laughs> can't be Batman you and can't James Bond. Bond. Yeah. Pick um, one. The thing is, there's plenty of actors in the world. There's no need to get, to just get the A-listers. You don't need that for Bond. Someone from... Uh, really good from... Whether it's TV or stage. Um, yeah. And that will be the, a way to kind of like refresh it a little bit to make to take it into a different turn if you take it someone even younger yeah then, i was gonna say someone younger than than Daniel yeah. craig was yeah yeah for sure when he did because because you know um, so i guess someone like early at 28 or mm. let's talk of tom hiddleston for a while yeah i remember that because of the night yeah. manager right that was like yeah, his which, yeah. audition I, was I was watching the whole time I watched it. I was like, "This is a terrible audition for Bond." <laughs> anybody? I was like, "He's, he's, he's useless in that." He was just getting beaten up all the time. Yeah, I remember. He was just kind of brooding yeah. in it the whole yeah. time. Yeah, but every time a British male act, like, actor has a they action brood. sort of series that does well, they are touted as a new Bond. So Richard Madden is the one at the moment, right? Because of Bodyguard. Uh, so everybody yeah, was like, oh, "Certainly, oh, yeah. looks great in a suit and can certainly like punch not, people." So. Yeah. What about Wonder Woman two trailer? came out i did watch that and paddy jenkins which is referencing this episode oh hello um although i liked it i was like what would this trailer be without obviously because just turned the sound off but without mm. the atomic blonde fucking vibe to it because that's what you had what do you mean 
Biotomic, like music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because um, obviously it's Wonder Woman 1984. That's the title, right? So mm. it has that 80s music. But to pick that track that Atomic Blonde was heavily going on, it feels a bit like, oh, see, see what you're doing here. Yeah, because I think they're kind of, they're, they're kind of Kristen Wiig establishing her as a kind of future villain, right? She's gonna, she's sort of an origin story, villain story from what I could. Oh, really? Yeah. Because she's sort of, in the beginning, she's like chatting to She's friends Diana, with her, right? and Yeah, she? so yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. I got that sort of idea yeah. that might be setting her up before she then obviously... I think they're meant to have like, they're meant to be friends, but they're meant to have like different worldviews yeah. or something. Yeah, because is, is it the cheetah or something? The, it the is, The villain, yeah. right, that she's going to play? DC has like the weirdest villains of all time. The best villains, right? Ooh. Debatable. The best villains that they don't know what to do with. Yeah, I, exactly. I haven't seen the trailer, but has it got a good um, what, 80s vibe? Yeah, that's definitely filter. what they're going yeah. for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like music and yeah, fashion, Just the style and stuff. lots of shoulder pads. For for the la- for okay, all these moves that go go about like the 80s, they're missing the key ingredients: cocaine and cosmopolitans. <laughs> okay, you think that's going to be in the new Wonder Woman? She'll, she'll, so. she'll, 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 <laughs> she'll discover drugs. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Oh, it does look good. It look, it's cool that I, I'm just excited that Patty Jenkins is making another movie so soon after making Wonder Woman. Yeah, another she's not one. Waiting such a long time. Yeah, right. She's doing what basically all male directors do in Hollywood, which is make movies like once, once, every, once two every two years. years. Yeah, <laughs> especially well, no, even if you don't have a hit, you still seem to be able to like you know come back and make another movie in two years. That's yeah, true. That Charlie's Charlie's Angels director. She has another one lined Elizabeth up. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. She's yeah. she in movie like, jail now. I mean, no, she <laughs> no, got another she's one. Not. She's oh, got something she? lined up, yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, how? I have heard mixed, mi- a lot of mixed things. Mixed yeah. to bad you things about it. you heard mixed things? Yeah. I've only heard bad things. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've mostly heard bad things, but yeah. I suppose there's some people that want to try and pull some sort of positivity yeah. out of it. I heard Kristen Stewart was good. Sort of the kind of comic relief, which is very different from what she obviously normally really? does. And Elizabeth Banks is in it as well, isn't she? She plays Bosley, who I think is Bill Murray in the... Yeah, 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 yeah. In the yeah. Cameron Diaz ones? Cameron Diaz. Yeah, I haven't seen those in a long time. Nor should you. They, they, they <laughs> yeah. Full throttle. <laughs> but it's like you were just saying, this Ghostbusters trailer's been released today. Yeah, I, that was really odd. I haven't seen it's it. Very, Did you watch it? It's very not like Ghostbusters. It's very different. They're going for very different... I mean, I, I think the movie will probably end up being kind of, you know, comedic in some ways, but they're going for a very different so have you guys from seen the trailer. It? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, so it's sort I, of, I yeah, kind of, it's slightly more horror. Uh, looking. I mean, it's not, it's not that it's going to be horror. In the sense it's horror that, like, yeah. um, creepy, but they're going for the vibe, obviously, with uh, Stranger Things kind of yeah. shit. But if you think Stranger Things is scary, then yeah, we, maybe. There's, there's a difference of opinions there. Um, <laughs> but, or It too, for example, that was more of a comedy than horror, but they were really, really onto horror. So once again, with this, or maybe I'm just saying this because Finn Wolfhard is in it. It might be by association. Um, but... There's a lot of comedic chops there. Maybe oh, yeah, coming like, from Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, I think. It's all, it's all there. I think, aren't they also just kind of, is it everything? I think I think it, this fits in a timeline with one and two, and then I think everything else is sort yeah. of being ignored. Did, haven't they done that with the new Terminator? Didn't they just yeah, say, like, yeah, they, everything but after two, yeah. let's just forget yeah. we ever did those. They did a big thing at the beginning of the, te- the new Terminator film that or sort of like changed the whole, the t- yeah. But we're not the Ghostbusters podcast. No. Or the shit on reboots from previous shit films podcast which you could probably make a decent podcast a out decent of. podcast <laughs> out of actually good idea crappy reboots could actually be a podcast yeah gonna copyright that idea <laughs> we're here to talk about a much um, more depressing film um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're here to talk about Patty Jenkins Monster which we all watched and we were all really happy about watching I think mm-hmm. I know I was I, I, I actually I, do you mean happy about watching or happy during watching I yeah, yeah I think that's probably a better distinction. 
It's a pretty tragic movie, right? <laughs> Fucking tragic, yeah. Why do we start with this? Because it's pretty... Well, who recommended this film? I suppose it was me, sort of. Well, you started I, I, off. I, I, yeah, I kind of said to Ella, like, you can pick what you want, but we should do Monster Bar. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, it's like, you pushed hey, it. Hey, here are some female but, filmmakers, yeah. including Paddy Jenkins, that you might want to think about. <laughs> there um, you go. I was like, I really like Paddy Jenkins. I wonder yeah. if we should do her. I feel, like I, I feel like I could talk about her for a bit. Yeah. Maybe that's what we should cover. <laughs> And, and then you backtracked a bit because you were like, oh, this movie actually is supposedly really well, depressing. I got, I, 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 yeah, well, apparently it was really depressing according to someone at this table. Yeah. And then, and then uh, but yeah, but we've done it now. There's no no secret that Patty Jenkins, I think, is probably my favourite female filmmaker. Big statement. Really? Yeah. Greta Gerwig. Okay. Olivia Wilde. Yeah. I mean, Greta Gerwig has made one film that I've, everybody here has seen. Yeah. And... Booksmart is, you know, one film that everybody here has seen. So I feel like you need yeah, more yeah, than that to pick yeah, your favourite female. Patsy's only female made two. Director. Yeah, well, I mean, that might be my point as well. She's about to make three, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, it's not, it's not like she's yeah. made like ten. Yeah, but she's I mean, made, she's made a bunch of TV as well. I think the thing, yeah. she's yes. done an episode of Arrested Development as well. And Entourage. Your favourite episode. No, she's done a lot of stuff. I, I did have a look. I think the reason why she's my favourite, which is which is a bit odd, is not because... Well, I loved Wonder Woman and I really liked Monster, but... I also just really like her. I think she's got like an awesome attitude and is, I don't know, just, she's very like really insightful filmmaker and is someone that I wish made more movies, I guess. Yeah, I definitely, I think from yeah, looking into the making of Monster, that sort of came across that she's, she really thought about it. And obviously because she wrote Monster as well. Yeah, and, that's true. And wrote to Eileen Ronos, the serial killer who it's about. She wrote to her in prison and everything else. So she obviously sort of takes quite a conscientious approach to making her films, which is Oh, because she they she died. Yeah, Aileen died bef- just before they started rolling. So, she, do you want to give the synopsis? Don't I was going to say, yeah. I wonder if just to set the scene, because I'm I'm kind of imagining that some people have either seen this or they have no idea what we're talking <laughs> about. So, Monsters, a 2003 film, obviously by Patty, written and directed by her, and pretty much the synopsis is just based on the life of Aileen Wernos, a Daytona Beach prostitute who became a serial killer. There's a lot of other female serial killers yeah. before she came along she's the first one who kind of became famous in terms of the, in terms notoriety. of kind of you know yeah that sort of notoriety right. and then also she's unusual for a female serial killer in that she's not an angel of death so that's like a nurse you know who kills their patients um or a black widow so you know somebody who kills their husbands and right. goes along so like that's a kind of a lot of this she's not profiled in a specific yeah. yeah um and there's also that sort of drift to serial killer thing is quite a kind of male yeah, and also, I mean, until her death, all the way th- until that point, she kept saying that she she only did it in self defense. Mm. So she didn't see herself as a serial killer. So in that kind of sense, she's she's kind of almost opportunistic, and because she was a prostitute, um, the way she saw it, like, um, she what she did was just to defend herself off the guys that were abusing her. Yeah. So because so she killed there seven, is difference to, seven guys overall. I think. Yeah, in like the course of a year, I think, before she was caught. Yeah, and then she spent 12 years on death row mm-hmm. from like 2000, I don't know, sorry, from like 1992 or something. Well, she was executed in 2001, if I remember correctly. Oh, uh, fine, yeah. Yeah, I so think 1990 so. or something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah, it's a pretty sensitive subject matter to do a film about, especially a debut movie. Um, sensitive in a way. I mean, okay, <laughs> I don't see it as sensitive because it's okay, fine, it's a true story, but it's not sensitive that, you know, we're kind of being controversial and saying she's not a killer because she definitely is. Yeah. And that's the the line the movie straddles, isn't it? It's like. It tries to, but through watching this film, I was like, I I was kind of kept reminding myself, like, oh, no, she's still a killer. Yeah. Cold Stone Killer, 
regardless of how she saw herself. I remember um, I was I was reading something with Patty Jenkins and she was saying that a lot of people's reaction to her, because presumably this was like massively publicized when it happened Probably, and, yeah. and it was all over the media. But there were lots of people that were just like, oh, she just, she killed seven guys and like, she just deserves to die and like, end of story. And she got a bit riled by that because she was kind of like, actually, the thing that interested her was that what pushes someone to kind of turn bad and yeah, start yeah, yeah. killing people, but also it being a woman, like Ella was saying, this kind of unusual scenario. Yeah. And, and she's a sort of person who stereotypically would have much more likely been a victim yeah. of that kind of crime because yeah, so somebody true. who is a sex worker, um, you know, sort of living what would the police would call a kind of high risk lifestyle is yeah. exactly the kind of women who are getting, you know, murdered in the 70s and 80s, you know, by the kind of classic serial killers. And she, was a, remembers. she was a victim. She was a victim. Yeah, and right? she was a victim in many, yeah. many ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, although the sort of the facts of as presented in Monster are a little different perhaps than what yeah. actually yeah, may have happened, especially with Aileen because she changed her story several times. I believe from when she first was caught, when she confessed, when she like yes. was in contact with people from yeah. prison, and then when she was eventually executed, because she was pretty by that point, I think, pretty keen to just have it sort of over and done with. So then she was started being like, "Oh, it's all premeditated." Uh, okay, so she kind of was more. It's it's not in the sense of that she was kind of being bipolar. She was just like, you know, fuck it, like yeah, yeah, yeah I wanted to go. Yeah, she's like, like, and yeah, I'm I'm over this sort of yeah. thing, and I just kind of want right, this to, right, be, right. to be over. Um, so in terms of, I think, with the film, it's quite good at framing it, I think, with the kind of narration at the beginning, at the end. It's very much this is her story from her words, I think, in some ways. Or, you know, they're, they're positioning her as a sort of narrator for her own story. So that it, it that makes it unreliable. Just, you know, it's it's not going to be exactly... Mm. But also, I thought that the time fragment that she chose to... Patty chose to do the film on, so which is basically the start and up, up to the point of her being caught. I thought that that was a... A good moment. Obviously, she could have done it. She could have done her story whole life. Also, yeah, up until death, up until execution, right? Yeah. Um, but just to finish, there's a bit more there afterwards. But kind of the main things finish uh, just as Sally Selby Selby yeah uh, Selby gets on a bus yeah. um to go home. Whatever. The girl that the woman that she had a relationship exactly with, yeah. and because that was the most pivotal and the most that's where she changed the most from being this kind of like the the victim to the criminal I suppose who even even throughout I mean all the way until the end there you still feel sorry for her even to the point where it's like she just before she was apprehended by the police right I remember Patty was saying as well in in real life I think when she testified against her mm. in court that was like the the real death sentence for her yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was the one relationship she had. Although, because the character of Selby is not actually the, she's a she's a fictional fictionalized version of a real person, right? It wasn't as that. Yeah. People. So she was. It was a, very much the relationship is as is. I think in the film, in okay. terms of that, you know, she met this girl and then they had a relationship, and to kind of maintain their lifestyle, she, you know, went out and yeah, hooked and then murdered them and took their money essentially and. Mm. that was kind of the way to maintain the lifestyle especially in that sort of last year but it's a different I think probably because of you know not necessarily wanting that person to then have to live through the whole thing again they changed her identity oh uh, right right so, I, mean, uh, I don't know if that was the reason or not but yeah. that's not the name that's like, fine it's a, it's a slightly different character in real life it's Christina Ricci uh, yeah. Ricci Ricci yeah. I think it's for Ricci She's from the Adam. She's from the Adam. She is. I saw her. I was like, she oh was my like goodness! A huge actress yeah. in the nineties. Yeah. I think. And Casper. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Also. Yeah. 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 Um, did anyone? Did everyone know the um know what happened before watching it? Because I watched it completely not knowing. Above from 
I looked and it's a true story. I didn't know. I had no context to it at all. So I was watching it. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know that she that she was killed by lethal injection. I mean, I assumed there was going to be some killing in it, but I wasn't sure that, you know, whether she was... Because obviously what happens is the first... Well, the way it's portrayed is the first killing is, is actually self-defense. Then, or, you know, arguably. But then later on, it's clearly not. So I wondered whether it was going to be, you know, the first one and then it's all about them on the run or whatever. Because I didn't know which way it was going to go at the beginning. It's like yeah. this, you know, this prostitute meets this girl and then there's a they kind of there's a bit of to and fro and then she starts I, I, so I knew that she was a serial killer but you didn't even, you didn't know that no no, at no I did at least yeah. She, yeah, I, I must have been the... a wild journey not knowing anything about this and what I'm watching it. Well, yeah, well, no, it, it, she, did, she killed another guy and, and another oh guy God. and, and another going. guy. Wait, they're, is they're she a serial killer? Yeah, yeah they're literally, I, um, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't sure. I thought it, there was going to be like the one, when, when the first killing happens, I thought maybe that was, it was going to be a kind of two, two of them on the run sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously they Which it partially was for a little bit. But they kind of stay, yeah. yeah, it's true actually, they do, yeah, they are, but yeah. not. They're not not, like, not Thelma and Louise style, which yeah. I did think which about. The front, the front cover kind of that's yeah. what jumped to mind. Yeah, yeah. Thelma and Louise. And yeah. I think that's um, apparently that's kind of what Alien one she sort of saw a kind of Bonnie and Clyde style lifestyle mm. for herself because she was a bit of a fantasist. Yeah, as most yeah. Pe- like serial killers are, but that kind of thing. Of I was thinking more natural born killers, but we're on the same page, I see. I think it's a mix of a lot of these things. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. said a, 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 in a lot sort of the of VOs, sized version of you know being on the run. Because yeah. she says in her in her monologues, like I was a dreamer, I was dreaming about yeah. like, being an actress and being, being discovered an a- as like um, yeah, Marilyn yeah. Monroe. I found the beginning montage actually really sad, um, where she's like, I wanted to be an actress and stuff, and then she just keeps kind of. Talking to these guys and then kind of leads down that road. It kind of sets yeah. you up for that kind of iconic yeah. shot where she's under sitting under the bridge, yeah. and then the titles come up. Yeah, and also kind of think you know really highlighting that kind of the reality of her life with the sort of imagined idea of what she you know what she wants. Yeah, I want to be famous. I want to we'll go on the run and it'll be romantic like Bonnie and Clyde or whatever. But actually, it's just mm. horrible, you know. And yeah, I mean, I think her early life was obviously they don't do a lot of time, kind of spend a lot of time kind of building that up. But that kind of first. Like montage scenes, quite effective, I think, in making. I think it was, yeah, I kind of forgot actually that yeah. that was yeah, the start. Yeah. yeah, but I think it was enough to set the tone that she, um, that essentially she's she's still a victim, even though. So when she says about giving up the baby, yeah. at th- when she's like, yeah, she's like when I was, I was thirteen, and I gave up the baby. Yeah, kind oh, of offhand. It must, it must have been thirteen because I gave up the baby that November. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, back that, on that, that one. Well, that was so casually referenced. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. Like, yeah, but that tells you something about her as a character. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. She, she, it's, she doesn't. It's, it's not high on the scale of things that. that yeah, the fact that her. she's also not very loyal, and then to stick by this character of Selby. Selby. <laughs> <laughs> Can we remind you that you did watch the movie today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, memory of a fish. Um, yeah, no, that just also just kind of paints her as that much more loyal person to because she kills that guy first, and then she comes back to to Selby's character. Um, the, in those kind of overalls. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I want to see. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like what she are you keeps doing? wearing that cap. She like keeps wearing the cap for ages. The trucker, the trucker's yeah. cap. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, whether it's not like I don't think that that's real. I think that could have been just like Patty Jenk or somebody's yeah, like, yeah. design thing. Like mm. wear that cap. It felt like she was trying to kind of assimilate into society in some way by wearing that. I felt like yeah. some of her out- outfit changed when she killed that guy. She stole some of his clothes. I don't know if she kept stealing, but like when she went into well, the she bar. She stole their cars, didn't she, after? Yeah. Whoever it was that she killed, she then took their car and then just turned up like, I got this nice new car. Yeah, I know. And, and she's like, like, like oh, my neighbor's car or like my friend's car. I just yeah. borrowed it. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, honestly yeah. surprised she didn't get bus quicker. Like, in all honesty, like after, after the, because like you would think after the first guy, it's not, you know, like when was it, late 80s? Well, after a couple of guys driving their cars around, I'm mm. surprised they didn't get 
she didn't get caught then. Um, I guess it's if it. How long uh, is the period that it happened yeah. over? I think it was only about a year or so. Yeah. Also, at the same time, so she, what she would take the, their cars, and you know, she wasn't really. She made a rule of not breaking the law, and so she. That's why she allowed Selby to be driving that car, and when she did, she crashed the fucker. You know, and that's when it all started to derail. When when Selby crashed that red car, right? I mean, not to sound sort of too, you know, sort of the true, bring a true crime element to this, but with... No, do it. I bring a true the... crime podcast to, <laughs> yeah. to our podcast. Well, in all of my research... <laughs> Biggest um, crossover. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I think with her, she a lot of her victims weren't found until quite late after, because she sort of would, they drive into the woods, you know, in the kind of under the... When they married some of them, though. Yeah, but I think it was under the kind of, you know, they, they weren't in an it, easy to find place. So yeah. so, like there's at least one of her victims' bodies who's never been found. Oh, wow. Um, because she was so drunk, she couldn't remember where it had taken place. Um, wow. Apparently, anyway. Um, wow. And then, yeah, so I think a lot of it was they knew they were missing, but they didn't really know yeah, what had happened. And also a lot of people don't want to be there like, oh, it's because my husband went off with a prostitute. Yeah. So, so it's, it is exactly backwards, essentially. Because it kind of goes yeah, through. Yeah, it's usually the other way around. Isn't it small town in America that she kind of goes through? Oh, it's Florida, isn't it? It's like Daytona Beach. And- yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. 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 I knew may, she was from may, there. May she remind you that you watched the movie today. Wow. <laughs> 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 really to get in this one. Really yeah. did. Um, but yeah, no, she's operating in a in a in yeah. a high yeah. populated area. And, area. And, and, you know, you know. She's, she's she's like even after she's killed guys, she's still. Um, I've realised I just did a hand sign that no one could see because we're on a podcast. Um, do, do you want to film this? She's she's still uh, you know like thumbing cars down off the street even after having killed these guys. So she's not making a huge effort to stay completely undercover, but she's doing things that feels like she's seen in TV shows or movies or things where like you yeah. wipe the car down and then you. She's just no, she's, she's just not up. what people would expect. That's the thing is that you know yeah. guys are pulling over, picking you up because they're like, oh, here's a woman on the side of the road who looks like she's in distress. Or because I actually think they reckon a lot of them were just well, maybe not a lot of them, but a lot of a few of them were just hitch, you know, picking you yeah. up, thinking she was a hitchhiker, and then she did the whole these my kids, kids going down to Florida, some extra money sort of thing. Yeah. Um, that's the last person that you think I think you know that sequence where she gets picked up by this bigger guy because he, I think yeah, he said the, he did yeah the guy who's really what he struggles that, to speak was was that true do you know if that was true because it feels like that sequence was there like it was a bit out of nowhere to kind of show that she still has some sort of yeah. humanity left I, I mean I don't I don't know all of the the uh, <laughs> details of, the, of every every where, like, yeah, <laughs> person that she picked up or every murder that she committed but I think yeah I mean she said she says she changed her stories like quite a few times mm. and there was a lot of I think initially her being she was saying, pretty like, deep into the murders by that point yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know I mean it, I think that is probably just part of a framing thing of I don't know whether that's the director being like I don't want to have it be like every guy she, you know who gets she means, corrupt, I was going to say we should, we should come back to the, sim- the kind of sympathy side of it because I think yeah. that's a really big thing I feel like maybe we should chat about Patty Jenkins a little bit oh who because <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, it was with a subject like this it's so easy to go into like yeah, yeah. Uh, the real life, I suppose, like crime of it. No wonder Netflix does so well. Yeah, exactly. They've made a whole like subgenre out of it. Yeah. Um, so she, she, I think she was the same age as Aileen when she directed this film, which was thirty-one. If it, I remember, Charlie Theron was saying in, a, in an interview that the only person who could have approached this was Patty Jenkins. Feels like the only person who could have brought it to the screen. Um, it feels like she was the the right person to do. She did it, she did it really well, didn't she? And I think she'd been working in film for ten years previously as like a camera, TV and like, commercials. So not so much film, but not even necessarily directing. No, 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 no just no, no. Him. That was her first yeah thing. And I was I was saying to Sparrow, she did two shorts before. One yeah. of them was a superhero short, which I couldn't find online anywhere. To Isn't watch. that one later though? 
No, there was two. There was one in 2001, which okay. was called Velocity, uh, Velocity Rules. Something like that, yeah. About like a housewife. She who made it whilst in a, a fight. No wonder you can't find it. They're all under American lock and key. American Film Institute. Yeah. Where she studied. It's all under lock and key. Same oh, with Terrence Malick shit. It's all in there. Like right. the unreleased shit. It's all in there. Are they going to have a streaming network at some point soon? We can watch it. I hope so. <laughs> Imagine watching all those shorts. That'd be very highbrow. Yeah. I kind of just found it interesting that she made a superhero short as one of her first things and obviously then she went on to yeah. make one. Well, she she did say that she wanted to after watching Donna's Superman, that's when she wanted to switch to, to filmmaking career. Makes sense. Yeah. And she was attached to the Thor sequel before she went to do Wonder Woman as I well, did, right? I, yeah, so, I read about this She was today. supposed to do Thor 2. Thor 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, but then she, she, she created she, differences. Yeah. I was yeah. trying to remember today, like, who was it? Thor 2 or Black Panther? Well, Black Panther was Ava Devine who was meant to do that. Sorry, mixing up Don't filmmakers. Which one's Thor 2? It's not Ragnarok. It's no, it's, it's uh, no, The it's Dark, Dark World. World. Uh, it's the shitty it's one. It's actually yeah. the only, one of the only Marvel movies I haven't seen. Uh, you know, I think it's not great. Keep, it, keep it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I trust Patty's opinion, and I think the reason yeah. she didn't do it, as to my understanding, was that she didn't think it was very good. Or Yeah, I think she went in and it was... It was a bit of a mess and she was like, I'm not having the kind of, you know, attaching my name to this so yeah. that when it comes out, they can blame it on me. Essentially, I think she was a bit like, I'm out of this. I mean, that's yeah. fair. Um, well, she obviously made the right move. Cause, yeah, because yeah. that film generally just felt like uh, a bit part, like a sequel. Imagine this was a, on a small scale. A, uh, You're doing hand signs for the podcast. Yeah, we should definitely <laughs> start filming this. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it felt like a bit piece so that people uh, people would know what that um, element or those power stones are right that was, because that's the only yeah, reason why just that film an existed stone and that's about it really yeah as a exactly. lot of Marvel movies seem, seem yeah. to do exactly yeah. <laughs> the only reason why they're there um, I read that she pitched a Wonder Woman movie to Warner Brothers back in 2005 and for whatever reason yeah but then you got like Nolan Doing Batman Begins in two thousand five, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but I mean, he'd made he'd made two three, films, three films, two yeah. Memento, Insomnia, and following. Oh yeah, following. Following. Yeah. Follow. yeah. Forgot about that one. Sorry about that. Yeah, we'll do Nolan at some point. <laughs> and he has to get mentioned every episode. That yeah. guy. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, but yeah. then somebody like uh, what's it, Colin? Is it Trevorrow? Trevorow. Yeah, yeah. who could go from up. like you know, safety not guaranteed to Jurassic World yeah. in one. There was a huge Reddit thread I read with how there's like a string of male directors who've kind of had indies that have maybe not even made their budget back, or yeah. they've not even maybe necessarily been good. Some of them obviously have been. And yeah. then they've just been handed the reins to like a massive. Yeah. So same with the guy who did. Um, he was the guy who did Kong Skull Island. Um, <laughs> no, 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 it's just no, because no, Kong Skull Island. Jordan, no, I'm just laughing yeah. because it's been meant. It meant it got mentioned in Nightcrawler because Dan Gilroy wrote, wrote on it, and it yeah. got mentioned in the episode it's, before. And now it's been. But it's the same thing. <laughs> he, he, did, he did. A, he did a kind of indie or short sure, budget yeah, film. He did, and then, yeah, uh, straight he did on Kings of Summer. Kongs of Summer. Kongs of Summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the same forest. Um, yeah, exactly. Kings of Summer. Then he did Kong. And now he's he's doing Metal Gear Solid. That's um, being made into a movie. It's gonna be made into a movie, bro. I did not know that. By Jordan White, he's a massive gaming gaming fan. Wow. Yeah. So I think he, I feel like he's that. Yeah, because actually he was just I saw this because he went on a Twitter rant about uh, uh, Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow yeah, yeah, trailer, yeah, yeah. And how it was kind <laughs> like, of. I'm sorry. This rip-off. this combat yeah. was invented by Metal Gear Solid. This, yeah. seems, this seems like a fucking bit, ripoff. Basically, bit by bit, pulled the trailer <laughs> yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It was a ruthless. That was a bit. Of, we'll come on to that trailer at some point. <laughs> um, We'll get on to her hiatus from films. Just watching past the first sequence, the one we just spoke about, not just spoke about, mm. a few minutes back, um, that her relationship with the male counterpart is definitely skewed. So when she meets her in the, in the club, um, she's like, oh, I'm, I'm not gay. 
not a lesbian, whatever, right? But she definitely was, right? Because she wanted, she did not like any man at that point. Either way, mm. she was just. Uh, she's saying the movie. There's, we're talking about the film, right? Not, yeah, 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 yeah. The film, yeah, the film. Yeah. yeah, so she was just kind of closeted, and then it's only off. I don't know whether it's that. Well, yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel her. I mean, not her that this really makes skewed. much difference, but she was married at one point. Um, Didn't know that. To, Didn't know that. <laughs> to a much older man, um, who she then he divorced her because she beat him up with a cane. So oh. she had with his own cane. So she had sort of. Um, How old was he? I think she was Maybe in her like she was in her early twenties and he was in his like seventies. I think the consistent thing is that every male relationship she's it's had is quite yeah, yeah, really, yeah. really and, bad. And it's yeah. like what yeah. kind of it being constantly hit over the head like that. What what does it do to someone? Yeah. after us yeah. after a number of decades, presumably. Yeah, I mean, and I think the the thing is that like every man she's ever met or had a relationship with has Other than treated her, her kind of terribly, apart yeah. from. Yeah, Bruce Dern's yeah. character, whose name I've forgotten. Who she Tom. also kind Tom. of... Right. She yeah. kind of turns on on the end a little bit. Yeah, she, she, well, he's trying to help her escape, isn't he? And yeah, sort of and she was just like drunk drunk beyond, yeah. beyond anything. So yeah. She, yeah. Like, she I, I don't know if I... It's weird because I know Patty Jenkins was sort of saying that she seemed kind of normal at the beginning, which I guess is true, but also, you yeah, know, she obviously had know. lived through a really, yeah. really bad childhood. So, and had been, I think, pretty much living kind of a homeless since she was about 14. No, that so is fair. Uh, yeah, like, but like, yeah, sort of pathology-wise, like, there was no obvious, at that point, kind of, you know, severe mental illness. Although I don't know if she got diagnosed later on, but she's not very much of a predator the same way that, like, a lot of... No. I think that they do try and... Yeah, she's not a predator in the sense of, like, oh, she... Well... That's also yeah. hard, hard yeah, to because argue she because she does stills, yeah. fucking yeah. Pred, like, yeah. Yeah. She become does a predator. This is, this is really the crux of the film, isn't it? Because it's like, how can you make someone who's bad sympathetic? Yeah. And I think a lot of her troubles with making the film, yeah. I think during making it and pitching it, was just this idea that like people kept saying to her, you need to, like for instance, the scene where the guy picks her up and is trying to help her and she ends up killing him, which I thought was like one of the most tragic scenes of the whole film. Mm. She said a lot of people asked her to cut that out because it made it. It doesn't make Confused her. Them? No, it just doesn't make her sympathetic. Like it, you watch that. Oh, right, and you, right. Yeah, and it's like Hollywood wants more sympathetic characters. Yeah, and people yeah, yeah. that you can. Like no, that scene was definitely needed because then even after yeah. that, like you. So you see that scene right, and then you're like um, watching uh, just before Selby's character gets on a bus. Remember the name. Um, <laughs> points. Um, and then they have this cry over like how she doesn't want her to go and vice versa. Mm. Um, and that at that point, you're, you're, you're really kind of feeling sorry for this character, even though it's not the end of the movie. She, does, she, she still goes out and does some... At that point, I remember watching and I'm like, okay, I'm really confused how I feel about this character now. Which I think is Which maybe she, where yeah. she wanted you to... Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I, I think that's so the you, key point of the film is to make... You're not... You're aware of the... How bad the... You know what she, you know the murders are, the killings are. I think that's very much like they like put a big that that's you know there's no sympathy for her in you know related to that. Yeah. But I think what Patty Jenkins is interested in doing is framing it around the story of a victim. Yeah. You know, saying that she she is a victim. That doesn't mean that we can excuse what she did later. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just that it means that there's context, and it's not just that she's not just the sort of yeah monster who just goes out and murders people. It's there is more nuances there is in every you know yeah. kind of person's the film as i think as sparrow saying the film seems to suggest that she was a victim in this fir- in the first scenario that even pushed her to kill anyone at all she was quite strongly although well, that story is also 
Maybe not true. Yeah, one thing I, I, that's what I was wondering because it's like, well, the very first scene where she, when not she, the, sorry, not the very first scene, the very first killing. Oh, okay. Where it's it he's, seems he's suggested gonna, that he's he going to kill, kill her. her. Yeah. 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 So it's either one or it's either one well, that, of you. That's, but, that's the that's the one scenario. Well, the main scenario where you could legitimately say it was actually self defense. One thing I was going to ask you guys' opinion on though is, you know, when she tells the story about I'm trying to get out of town, these are my kids. Do you know why she does that? Because like, if she if she's being if she's going out like hooking as she says, and that's like objective and the guys pick her up they kind of both know what the gig is so then why does she tell this story i think actually that it's it was basically her way of getting clients was because actually people weren't really it wasn't sort of so common a thing because this is like the late 80s early 90s so it's not like you know picked her up thinking she was a hitchhiker and then she would do the whole thing of being like oh i just need to make some money for my kids yeah and then they were like well she's here you know and like you know and she was like yeah she's like you know it's like 20 bucks so the he was he had been to prison for sexual assault that yeah, that's real. So, so her yeah, never brought it up at trial. Yeah, so that was one of the other things that you know her lawyers were useless supposedly. So that's the thing that's quite interesting that you say about ending it when you get to the trial because actually right. there's probably a whole movie in the trial. Yeah, um, there's supposedly a whole documentary in the trial. Yeah, there's there's a whole there's two doc- documentaries about yeah, right. aliens, so I think quite a lot of information right, yeah, yeah. to cover. Supposedly he had been to prison, but had then come out and had lots of therapy, and as far as everybody was aware, had not done anything else since then um and supposedly he was quite a regular the other sex workers in the area and they never reported any issues with him Mm -hmm. so whether or not he actually did attack her in you know the way portrayed Mm -hmm. there's sort of i think that was um supposedly aileen's kind of story i think her second story so her first story was still self-defense but not quite so violent right um and then she changed it to say oh this happened and then in the, like again i think towards the end she was like oh no i went out with the pr- like specific intention to kill somebody yeah. yeah it's interesting you say that there's another move in the court cases which there probably is i don't know much about this, this case at all but um i feel like if this was this movie was like a courtroom drama type thing everything would be much more like black and white so yeah you couldn't paint give that much sympathy to her for her character so uh, I think there was a specific reason to do that sequence. Yeah, I think because well, because it's it's really about the relationship between Amy yeah. and Selby, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Really, with the kind of sort of drove the move. That's yeah. yeah, that's what the the kind of framework that the narrative is kind of you know, yeah. The larger story is hung on that. I think key, it, hum- it humanizes her yeah, as well. That kind because, of key relationship, and yeah. you know, that was the say the driving force between it behind a lot of stuff was this kind of I need to keep us in in some sort of life there's no you know I've been doing this since I was 15 so I have no you know yeah, marketable yeah. skills well, there's a whole sequence where she goes to try and get a job yeah isn't there, and she... yeah yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about whether or not that was true, but I assume that she would have found it difficult to get a job. I wondered when I was watching that whether or not it, because there seemed to also, as there are with these stories, sometimes there's this kind of like beat down, con- consistent beat down by society, and yeah. like trying to assimilate into society by getting a job at a, at a fancy law firm or some office, and it not working is like another strike against humanity but it's well like... you just you just feeling like you're part of something with other people which mm. she never obviously felt like other than that bar that she kept going to which she eventually got caught at we haven't mentioned Charlize Theron at all which if she was no in one... that movie <laughs> well that's, that's saying something that's just, yeah saying something um, so she won best uh, actress Oscar for this role totally makes sense which she also produced the film. There's a behind the scenes I watched where her and Patty Jenkins go down to Florida on a research trip and go to all the places that she basically hung out and go and talk to the people at the actual bar where she ended up getting busted. Patty was saying a lot of just getting the movie made was down to her producing because she basically just brought a lot of 
Yeah. Because yeah. she was she was obviously a huge actress. I think at the time she was in quite a lot of stuff. I think she was maybe one of those actresses that Hollywood didn't quite know what to do with as well. For me, at least, this performance sticks out in her career. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember her past this, uh, before this movie. Sorry. She's not Atomic Blonde, is she? Yeah. She is. She is, she is, she is yeah. that, yeah. Mad Max. Oh, really? Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, Fury Road. Right, sorry. She yeah, plays yeah. Again, Fury or something, doesn't Fury she? Or something. She also has another film coming out, Charlie's Theron, whilst we're on the subject. It's about the... Bombshell. Yeah, and it recently came out with like reviews and stuff. Solid movie, apparently. And yeah. she, she once again, another movie where she's... She looks totally different. Totally, yeah. I thought she... I thought so it's a little bit scary. Her, in, in Bombshell. I, yeah. Yeah. Because she, well, she she's got sort like of a herself. Megyn Kelly, like, slightly pulled back. Right. She yeah. looks more like Robin from House of Cards. Robin Wright. Robin Wright. Robin Wright, yeah. She looks more... Like Robin Wright. Yeah, I didn't know she had a. Uh, she won an Oscar, by the way. Shows how much I know about this movie. You don't know. That was the, that's probably the only that's, thing I knew about this film. Yeah, I think. yeah. Apart from the like basic subject matter was that she was the she won the Oscar for that. When she was sent the script, because I think her agent showed her the script, which was by complete chance, I think. But then I think her response was like, "Why? Why me?" Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the driving force for her to even meet Patty Jenkins and even talk about the film. So it was like. I think it's just that classic thing where like a director sees a performance in an actor or actress that yeah. isn't necessarily the string of movies that they're doing at that time. And that's mm. what kind of brought her onto the project. Very interesting. I saw behind the scenes of her whole makeup kind of transformation. And it's really interesting how they approach the character. They were saying that one of the ways to research like how she looked was that if she was in Florida and she was out trying to uh, get picked up, it was she would have been out in the sun all day. So she would have had quite bad like sunburn in her skin. So like that also then informs like how you went about the skin rather than just making her look like more aged because she might have been an alcoholic or something. So yeah. bring out the fle- freckles and stuff. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just kind of interesting. I've never kind of heard about like going about makeup like that. It's quite an interesting way to char- like really kind of root it in a character. Okay, I can see what she won an Oscar. So I'm just looking at the films before Monster. <laughs> the classic I look like, up like things. Ita- like Italian Joe. <laughs> yeah. That shit came out in the same year. Yeah. 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 Just, either just before or just after, right? It's one of those classic things of, yeah. you know, she, beautiful actress, goes mm, ugly, yeah, wins yeah, Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly she started this trend. I think, I think she was a sort of one of the early... She, yeah, yeah, she's been like blamed for like <laughs> this whole like to get a Best Actress yeah. Oscar or even like a Best best Actor Oscar, I suppose. You have to kind of... You have to, yeah. You have, you have to, to become Daniel Day-Lewis. You have to do a Charlize Theron and, or a Matthew McConaughey. Or get some a, fake teeth. Christian Bale. And a bad Christian wig. Christian Bale, yeah. I mean, she, she is, yeah incredible and she kind of carries the whole I mean she has to I forgot I she think. was in Devil's Advocate yeah I think yeah. that's not the film that Patty Jenkins saw that she was then like I'm gonna see if she wants to be a monster I think that was oh, the interesting. right right because that was in 97 because I think it took them quite a long time to I'm sure it did yeah, yeah I mean because yeah. it's the first film and yeah yeah because she would do probably because she have was so much indie and she was like and I want to you know I want it to make it the way that I want to make it and not the way that this studio wants to make it yeah, yeah. she was chatting with her months before she was executed right they didn't even know that she was going to get yeah, it was yeah, sped up, did. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. so they never met, I don't think, Patty Jenkins and... They just corresponded. No. Yeah. yeah, and then they got lots of letters that she wrote to a friend of hers. Because I think, yeah, she wrote to her yeah, childhood friend basically the whole 12 years she was in prison. Yeah. And that's where some of the different kind of stories came out, I think, was through that stuff. And then, yeah, I think they, they talked to her quite close as well, Dawn something, mm. I think, um, both Patty Jenkins and Charlize. I don't know if she was a leading lady in any anything before. I'm not too sure. I don't want to say so. I think she, she, she definitely was a named actress. Yeah, I don't, I don't think she, she was kind of the, the main draw for anything maybe mm. before that. She mm. was at best a kind of a co-lead or so. yeah, supporting yeah. actress. But I think I people knew who she was. She was. Yeah. 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 As, much, as much as that, yeah, yeah. for sure. Which yeah. is enough. So yeah, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't, unless they've I've like hung a film on her the same way that they do now. Yeah, for know? an indie like this, her name would be the draw. Yeah. For sure, not Patty's. For sure. No, I don't know. It seems as though there was quite a lot of 
I think a lot of the marketing of it hung a lot on the two of them as a kind of. Mm. I mean, obviously, mostly Charlie's the one in terms of like the. Um, I wouldn't. I mean, don't know why it would be though. But I think I think just mean when it because comes it's to like down why to kind she of doing an indie movie. Yeah, and I think that you know. What do you mean like on a poster? I like think telling no, no, no. I mean no, more no. like sort of talking about the film uh, and the kind okay. of that sort of. I think she was. I think because yeah, she was a young female director making her first film, and then I think you know having that sort of. Um, it's so much, you know, like Charlize's film, I think then you can have that kind of classic discussion about, you know, here's a director and an actor working together. Yeah. You know, it, I think it, that kind of... They both have kind of said in separate, uh, in, in the sorry, in similar interviews that like they were intertwined as like one unit that yeah. came out the film. Yeah, yeah, they had yeah. A co- cohesive vision for it because sure. obviously she was a producer. So they yeah. would have worked very closely to found out. She probably had to take a lot of flack as well to cover for Patty's kind of like, not inexperienced, but because she's, that is her debut, just to be like, trust her vision t- yeah. type of thing, you know? Kind of interesting to know, if, well, won't know now, but um, how much Charlie's knew about Patty before? Probably nothing. Mm. Yeah. Down much to like it. the rest of the world. Just got sent the script and was like... Why, yeah, why should yeah. they do this? Yeah. yeah, fair enough. But yeah, and then... Spent 15 minutes, 15 years waiting for Wonder yeah, Woman to so come let's, along. Yeah, let's chat about that because she took there was a 14 year break between Monster yes. and in 2003 and Wonder Woman in 2017. From my understanding, she had a lot of offers, she had a lot of things in development that never really came through. Yeah, so she had this she was stuck in film development hell for a while and had a baby. So she went to film yeah. TV because it was you know, it's but that you know, it's and like that's it's more very, of a day job. Very classic female director thing, I think, as well. So you have to, you know, they you know, a male director can. Not have to have to take off oh, several oh. years. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get on my soapbox. No, you know. I think what you're saying is true, but I, in Patty's like scenario, I don't know if she she must have had lots of offers for yeah. movies, and she obviously was just very picky. And I think she's even said herself that what, she was. Yeah. What were the development problems or any of the issues? So she was supposed to make a a biopic of somebody who I can't remember. Um, oh, the Air fighter Force, pilot. Yeah, yeah. right. Her dad who, was and a he like, yeah, pilot. and he. Yeah. He came to her and was like, I want you to make this film. Okay. And that never got made. Yeah. And then the Ryan Gosling, I'm Superman film, which supposedly is still in development, but that never got made. What is that even about? I don't know. It's not a superhero film. Yeah, it's, not a super, it's not a superhero yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a super- But then she's done lots of TV, hasn't she? She did the rest of the development. She, she did The Killing. That was what she, I think, she got Emmy nominated or won an yeah. Emmy for The Killing. She did the um, first episode. Yeah. So that kind of sets the tone for the show, right? Yeah. So she did a lot of that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I think she was trying to get stuff made. Yeah, well, she pitched um, this Wonder Woman. Movie. Yeah, she pitched yeah. Wonder Woman. Um, and obviously then was tied up with Thor for a, a while, I imagine. I think she's like a proper filmmaker. She's not just like a director for hire, which is really interesting because she has been supposedly for a large part of her career. The funny thing now is that one of them is like the best movie out of any of the new... It's, D- it saved the new, DC. It saved the DC. One of them came out in 2017. The thing is... That's I, I, years that you guys said. What, what like 14 years? 14 years. 14 years difference. And in that 10 years, she did... She did like get experience yeah. doing other shit so Within, it's not like she was just green and here you go massive big screen but I think like yeah. I would rather have done two movies in 14 years one of them be one that was like critically acclaimed and one best actress Oscar and one that was like you said saved a whole kind of superhero franchise yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I think it is partly to do with being a woman but you mean Batty is 14 years yeah because there's lots of issues not, it's not a that's not a unique case, right? But here's a question, though. Monster obviously didn't put her in movie jail. No. So is it a self-imposed... Was it a partially self Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's a lot of other things. Like, I think it's hard for anybody to get a film made. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think that's uh, that's definitely a big aspect to say. Mm. I think like you know, her going off and having a baby that has a that has an impact. But I think all of that is just slightly exacerbated. Also, by he the, dies off. 
The heat does yeah. die off. Yeah. But I mean, there are plenty of male directors who get films when they're quite green, like big films, like we were saying earlier on, um, yeah. when they're quite green, um, quite on the you know hot on the heels of their yeah. indie debut. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think... So I, I, it's it sounds far like it's more a com- complicated than I want to counter she's that, it because though. she's a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that yeah. is definitely in. I do want to counter that, though. Recently, let's say in the, in the Netflix years, let's just say, indie directors do get big movie deals whilst hot on their yeah. last whatever release was. But I do feel it's just the recent years, like Netflix years, legit. Mainly because stuff like Netflix, um, if it isn't Netflix, say, uh, it's not about the money that it brings in, it's about the viewership. Yeah. Right? But then, like, a lot of these movies aren't Netflix films. You know, things like Jurassic World, that's not a Netflix film. It's not, but that's, it, it got pitched to him after Safe's Not Guaranteed, which did go to Netflix. So it's just that you, more people are seeing those films than might have done. Yeah, yeah, it's just... Nolan was, Nolan was started pre-Netflix. Is that? No, did it? <laughs> Sorry, who? Yeah. No, 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 no the jump, no, the jump, is, I mean, no, the jump a... from Memento to Batman, Yeah, that's kind of like... Relative of indie. Because you miss Insomnia. Miss Insomnia. Insomnia yeah. was a stepping stone. It has an Al Pacino in it. <laughs> okay, fine. Still the jump from Memento to that. Yeah. I, t- I mean, look, Nolan's a whole other <laughs> conversation. <laughs> no, but I think no, no, but the, it's a point here, but he got the jump from off the back of Memento. Well, I think he made Memento and I, I think not a lot of people actually saw it. And that w- there was not b- enough people. Uh, yeah, sure. and I don't actually think it was as as like, it was well received. It's I don't think it was. Film. But anyway, I think when he made Insomnia, it was a, it was kind of like a, given the reins to make Batman, and then obviously he what he did with yeah. Batman. Because I'm thinking about things like like Kimberly Pierce, right? So she made Boys Don't Cry, very similar. Oh, yeah. yep. Like yeah, you know, film. critical acclaim, best actress Oscar. Doesn't make anything for ten years. There's what did she, what did she made after? She made. I think stop loss is what it's called. I can't remember. And she's got she's doing something. Do you know another recently? Uh, um, Karen too. Karen Kusama? She did Girl Fight and, and then, then Aeon Flux. Aeon right? Flux, that, which, which was a flop. Which was a flop, but apparently that wasn't things. necessarily all her fault. Yeah, didn't they take it off her and recut it? Yeah, then I think she might have been in movie jail. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that like being blacklisted is a is it like the only only something that happens to female filmmakers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like mm. obviously not at all, but I just there, but there there is definite like precedence for it just taking longer. I think generally for women to get films made, yeah. even if they've had a successful film, and if and then if they've had a flop, then they might not make they anything. Probably, they, yeah. Then they go into television. They go into television for a while and they come back out again. It's yeah. it, it, There's a there's a definite trend. I think also in Patty Jenkins' case, she has quite a strict criteria internal criteria for yeah. a film. I, yeah, she's I feel. just not taking everything like you know. You know, it's no surprise she's making one woman sequel like so soon after making one movie that she didn't then make for 14 years yeah. it's like she's obviously found a story and a character that yeah. she loves but she did do television to. in between yeah. one and two right because she did that TV series with Chris Pine well, I feel like we've covered well, it but we, yeah I feel like we've covered covered Monster I find with these movies when they're like when we do a film that's like a real life story but also in an, a debut and it's an interpretation it's always really hard to separate the real story from the filmmaking because they're kind of intertwined in some yeah. way even if a lot of this even if some of the scenes in the film aren't necessarily what exactly happened some take or... artistic freedom with it and stuff like that yeah I'm not sure how much this one does whenever there was a, a decision like that made it was to service the output yeah it's quite difficult know. you know to, to I think to balance I think that's what is most effective about Monsters I think Patty Jenkins does a really good job mm. of balancing Tread the sort line. of yeah, yeah treading yeah. that line between mm. this is somebody who is a victim of her circumstances yeah but that does not excuse her behaviour she kind of strikes me as someone yeah. that has really strong morals like that yeah. is in Patty Jenkins putting that in a director I feel yeah. like yeah and I think yeah somebody who wants to you know tell tell a sort of bigger story or not just focus on the sensationalist sort of nature of yeah, the crime especially that, like, oh yeah. she's murder bam 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 yeah. yeah but whenever there was like excessive violence it was kind of tied to character like yeah and actually it was more violence against her 
as well quite often the kind of the most visceral like violent scene is violence against, her, against yeah. her rather than the other yeah. way around um, and that's very that's shot very much from the pers- her perspective her as perspective, well yeah. you know kind of putting you with her rather than the other well, to way. be fair yeah that whole film was with her there was her perspective yeah. of, of the situation should we move on to the short the short is actually by someone who's we've done a short from them before yeah. called life hack with world by will dennis uh, this one's called greg by will dennis the film is about two guys that meet on a train platform and have an interaction um what did everyone think of this i liked it uh, once again it was very kind of like woody allen neurotic kind of eavesdropping on the conversation and essentially that's what it was by the time you realized the end i didn't feel like that was much pointed but maybe perhaps that's the, the whole idea of it the fact that some of these conversations have nowhere yeah. to go um had some co- comedic value to it yeah I thought for it's sure pretty, it's pretty funny yeah yeah um, and just how common I suppose it is for that kind of interaction yeah. like you think you know someone you, you've met them before whatever I thought it was a nice touch out at the end he was like oh actually I do know you <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah we have met yeah. <laughs> I like it at the end he um, goes on the um, he actually gets on because it's set on a subway platform yeah and he gets on he gets on the tube and um passengers are like looking at it because they're making a commotion on the on the platform so at oh, the yeah. end you can see other people looking out the window <laughs> at what was going on because they think it's like a real well, a yeah, real yeah, event yeah they don't well yeah because yeah. they're, they're just filming it in the yeah in the platform yeah, it's a nice way to get around actually having something to climb onto the train track I, I yeah, wanted yeah. that as well yeah <laughs> but then he was still I thought maybe when he got on the train that you're going to see him clambering out or, yeah, yeah yeah like he would have been inferred that he got it back but I mean the, I have to admit at the beginning I was irritated by wobbly camera work and I was like okay so don't sort of and then you know nice framing use of the pillars in the subway station True. that was quite good um, but then of course I was being so nitpicky at the end because I was like there's no way you could still hear this conversation when you're halfway up the station platform <laughs> right point, I did wonder what the point of walking on the train with the camera wars as though it was like someone was just filming it yeah like a viral yeah. video kind of thing yeah. Yeah. I did kind of like the um, way it took into like the girl texting him on the phone the other guy who knocked the phone out of his hand got kind of involved in it yeah. <laughs> it was like used it as a reason to like go and get the phone back oh yeah well you have to get her you've been loving your life it's how I met my wife <laughs> it's a slightly different you know subway Wall Street guy scene from the last movie I saw that had a scene like that in it. Oh, uh, Joker. <laughs> yeah. No. Slightly less yeah. violent ending. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. What did you make of it, Dom? I really like stuff that's filmed in public or on a street. Yeah. No, yeah. no permission. And just yeah. Yeah, and also obviously in the, it. you know, after having seen a kind of master class in one long take last week in when I saw 1917, that's just kind of a nice oh, sort yeah. of small, you know. So how long was that? How long was the take? Well, well, it's it's, it's, oh, really? sh- it's cut to look like one movie, but it's not. It's like eight, they reckon they said about seven to eight minute takes, I think. Okay, which, yeah. considering, is in- no, incredibly no, impressive. No, I haven't, actually. Um, yeah. but I know, I know the only one I know is, I know Hitchcock did a similar thing with Rope, where yeah, it was like eight, eight minutes or yeah. something like that. And obviously Birdman. Yeah, although Birdman, how many shots is Birdman? That's quite a lot, but it looks like one, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so it's a similar thing with 1917. Yeah. But, is it yeah. obvious when they stitch it together? There's a couple of moments when you're like, there. And there was actually one... Like it is actually two very long takes. It's not. It, oh, there's, it really... there's a bit in the middle which is it goes. Oh, so it generally is two takes. No, it's it's eight minute takes. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's the same. The kind of one using like a long take once you scale it up to <laughs> yeah. Hollywood budget. So I guess I guess that's it. Well, this is the first episode of 2020, so we don't actually have we don't we don't know what our next movie is going to be. Um, but you could just choose one and we could make it happen. Make it happen right here. What do you want to do? I don't, we've we've been Mendes, uh, American Beauty. Mm. I yeah. think you should if it's um 
if he gets 19. well he will he will get Oscar nommed I think for 1917 for 1917 and yeah. because if he wins it'll be the longest break between a first win and a second well between did he win for American he won Beauty? For American Beauty yeah, he did yeah. That. so that's uh, that's his first feature and his first Oscar <laughs> so that would be it's like something like 20 years which I think is the longest period of time between two I doubt he'll win though I doubt it too but actually it's a good shout also no, then you can bring it back around to Bond we yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it's goodbye from Sparrow. See ya. Bye from Bernard. Au revoir. Bye from Ellen. <laughs>